Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. We're ready to go on yet another glorious day here. Although... Uh, we did lose some uh, an American icon for crying out loud. I mean, that's a big one. Uh-oh. Dad, is, he, is he standing up? I think he's in the hallway. He's, he's well. ready. I, I, I guess I'll save it for him. To re- All right. There he is. Jimmy Fallon. Everybody. Oh, my God. Guys, I can't believe what you said. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy Fallon here from the Tonight Show from X My Jam. Jimmy Fallon's password. You all hungover? I'm totally hungover. I was drinking all night. Steve Kime and I were out drinking last night. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. I gotta find Steve. He's my guy. You're messing with that. Oh my God! When the stars of cheers start dying, I know I'm old. Like liver spot. After liver spot popped up on my body last night. Kirstie Alley died last night. Oh my God, she died. Nobody wow. even knew she was sick. I love Kirstie Alley so much. I love Kirstie Alley so much. I would be her cake. I would have let her have me. <laughs> I love Kirstie enough. Alley the way Kirstie Alley loves cake, and that's a lot of love. Oh my God! Tomorrow I'll come in and report that the. Rest of Kirstie Alley has died. <laughs> you loved her as a baby mammoth in season seven of The Masked Singer. Of course I did. She was baby mammoth. I watched that episode. She's amazing. You cried. I cried a little bit. Everybody cried. We nobody knew she was sick. We all thought she was just gonna explode. Kirstie Alley, everybody. Rebecca Howe of Cheers. It's dead. Seventy-one. Okay. Tonight show. Tonight. Blake Shelton promotes his new show, which is basically the same thing as my show. It's just games at home. <laughs> Barmageddon. Pretty great. You have Gwen Stefani, you have Harry Styles, and we're gonna bring Olivia Wilde out. He doesn't know that yet. It's gonna be amazing. Wow, that's Damn. they broke up. It's huge, really Final. cool, kind of like a Jerry Springer, Jimmy Fallon moment. Melissa Vian Senior's coming on. She's gonna do voices. I'm gonna laugh hysterically. And Dolly Parton, 
all tonight on the Tonight Show. And then Password, I'm actually going to manage to play Password against myself. I'm going to try to give myself clues, and I'm so frantic that by the time I give myself the clue, me as contestant will have forgotten what the word was anyway. So it's going to be great if I can try to guess my own clues to the word that I don't remember. All right. That's, that's going to be tough. Crazy hard. See you, Jimmy. Crazy, see you, Jimmy. Pretty look hilarious first thing in the morning. Oh, my God, you have Chinese eyes. Okay, bye. Jimmy Fallon uh, announcing the misery. It's too early for that. In the happiest way that we've lost Kirstie Alley. But the, who would have ever guessed Kirstie Alley would have outlived Shelley Long on that show? Remember, Shelley Long tried to cut oh, her yeah. own. She opened up her veins in the her bathroom a few years ago, tried to kill herself. And there's Shelley Long clicking, and uh, everybody else is still there. And you start looking at that. That's the scary thing. As people uh, in uh, this demographic, you know, from uh, Brady's age on down to, I, mean, I guess even my dad, that was one of his favorite shows too. So you start getting into 70s down to like late 30s. Cheers was just America. And then you see John Ratzenberger and George went now. You haven't seen him in a while. No. Oh, the Cheers cast is elderly. I mean, Ted Danson's on all the time. A little long in the tooth. But Ted... Ted's that Ted's that some bitch that went from you know handsome young man to incredibly good looking middle aged man to guy who silvers foxed it and looks great. I don't know if that's his hair because he was bald, but he's always been. He just looks great. He's old. He looks old, but he looks fantastic, classy, silver old. Uh, the rest of that cast, not so much. Actually, uh, Carla looks the same because she looked like crap back when she was thirty five. Oh, yeah. But uh, Kelsey Grammer, all of them. They're, they're, look, it's crazy to see. And Kelsey's the one we've probably seen the most recent, so it doesn't surprise us as much to have seen his progression. But that's a it's an old bunch. We were talking about it before we were on the air. I couldn't believe she was 71. Yeah. I mean, I was like, wow, no way. Yeah, she came up. What did she show up uh, to Cheers in like 88? 87, so, 88, yeah. Something like that. 35 years. <laughs> I know. Man. And the first word Sam Malone uttered to Rebecca Howe as she wandered into the bar was, uh, boo which is my favorite thing. And then he saw her. She walked in. He looked at her. And they just went to commercial because she was a smoke show. Right. She had Kathleen. Oh, everything about yeah. her. Like, she was built. She had yeah, she had those. Because she was in that Star Trek movie before. And she had those piercing eyes. And she was you know, she had that Kathleen Turner syndrome. Something happened to our hot girls of the 80s where the 90s uh, decided to be the decade of cake. Yeah. They find they the cake. Balloon. But... That's sad, because she was a very funny person. So Kirstie Alley uh, passed away. And John Travolta was the one that broke the news before TMZ. He tweeted it out before anyone else. Oh, my God. I can't believe what's going on. World, guess what? Another woman I'm around is no longer with us. Like, John Travolta is getting rid of some ladies fast. Her final Instagram post was back in September. She announced that she was joining Cameo. Oh, so you could get some birthday wishes out of her. I did happen to watch her on Masked Singer. (laughs) <laughs> I did. I saw. I don't know why, but I'm because I was mad at it. Like the voice that was the. But again, they were guessing. I think it's the, uh, the, the Megan Markle. I'm like she's not going to be on the goddamn mass Singer. The princess is not coming on your stupid show. I even thought Kirstie Alley was too big. How many times do they go after the royal figures a lot? Oh, they're, they're, oh it's Prince Harry. Prince Harry's in, like no, he's not. It's it, it, best guess. You might get Fred Armisen. That's a pretty good get for your stupid show. And then, like, oh, uh, 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 Ryan Reynolds was on it. He was? Yeah. And you're like, oh, for Christ's sake. He's There's ruining, big time. He's, he's making it so they can guess these crazy names. I mean, I saw Shatner in there. They're gonna, what's going to happen on that mass Singer? They keep getting these old people. William Shatner's 90. 
You can't stuff him in an avocado and have him running around singing. He When he took that mask off, he was about five minutes away from losing William Shatner. Like the sweat, the the bright red. I mean, he's, always, he's always beat red. I mean, he was tomato red. And you're like, you're going to kill somebody. And I didn't know Kirstie Alley was very sick. But the episode she was that uh, baby hippo thing. Baby mammoth. Whatever it was. Oh, it was so annoying because they kept They're chanting baby mammoth. <laughs> baby mammoth, baby mammoth. I hate that show, and I watch it because I hate it. I can't stand it. I don't understand. Is it Kim Jong-un? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's got to be Obama. That's Obama. I've heard it's that not. before. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Right. It's, and then the other person will guess, like, I think it might be Anna Gasteyer. They're like, okay, nobody's watching. And it's show for kids, my ass. Nobody knows who those people are. Ryan Reynolds, was he in like a bottle of aviator gin? Yeah, um, well, he did promote the gin, which was pretty solid. He was there for promotional reasons. The other day they had the, uh, the they uncrowned the champion. Uh, I don't even know who the person was. There's was uh, some former American Idol, like season nine or something, and she's on t- TV shows. I'm like, uh, and then that take it. Have you ever watched it? Take it off. Take it off. Nick Cannon just hovers his hands around the. Instead of just taking it off, like just take the goddamn hat off. Nobody's that excited to find out that underneath there is, you know, Logan Paul's assistant. Nobody cares. Influencer of an influencer. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, it's Logan Paul's accountant, Jeff Feinstein. <laughs> Nobody cares who's under the Whoa. mask. Jeff Feinstein. I just stood and watched him sing Rocket Man. Come on. Anyway, so Kirstie Alley's gone. That was a that was a weird one. I didn't. That's a, it's been a while since I've been like, whoa. Yeah. That was and seventy one did kind of catch me too. I would have guessed uh, low to mid sixties max, but uh, that's it. Uh, we talked about lightning strikes yesterday. Brady ruined it with a pun, and then we couldn't talk about it anymore. This guy, I'm sure, he's quick to quick to fire off the email because this is what we said when you get hit by lightning. What's your you got a story? So I got struck by lightning July 17th, 1997, living in the asshole of Arizona, Tucson. I would have been standing outside in every storm with golf clubs and big, <laughs> like, I was wrapped in tinfoil metal hanging off my head if I lived in Tucson. On the job site, talking to my wife standing under a saguaro, telling her it's a monsoon and it's coming in over the Catalinas. The phone has the antenna. Uh, Please shut up, I said to her, and let me get off this phone. I don't like being out. Boom, got hit. <laughs> I'm telling her I got to go. Hit the swirl. One of the fingerling bolts hit me on the left side, traveled through my spleen, pancreas, liver, down my right leg, and out my foot. Blew every blood vessel in my foot out. Uh, My liver was damaged. It cooked my spleen, and the pancreas got deep fried. Uh, I died. I stopped breathing. Heart AFib. Uh, One of the homeowners uh, who just got home and saw what was going on was a cardiologist. F me. Thank God for the cardiologist. He got me going again. I spent five days in the ICU. I have some issues, but for the most part, I am still here, and I wanted to share. How about that? He goes, then talk about uh, bad luck, getting struck twice. Gabby was talking at the Safeway I was pulling in with my son uh, for extra credit when we heard the bam, bam, bam. Dude, he said, Tucson can go F itself. Have a great show. I'll be listening. Jim, Jim, you stay far away from me. I would invite you to the, uh, the beer release tomorrow, Jim Santoro. But no, 
If you're around, I'm running. You are bad mojo. Typical broad, though, screwing things up. He was trying to get off the phone, and what happens? Right. She's rambling on. You yeah. have to listen when yeah. I tell you. If you stay out of that rain. I'm trying to stay out of the rain. Will you shut up so I can go in? Why aren't you walking in? <laughs> Where are you? This You're fooling with me. Cooked. Jim. Cooked. See, I got the guy who's uh, who's got that going on. Also, I don't know if you guys watched the game last night. I watched the Suns get trounced by the Mavericks. And I had no interest in the, the Buccaneers and Saints at all. The one thing I did notice on that game is the uh, Eli and Peyton, maybe it's been, yeah, it's like been a couple a weeks, so much better now. Did they clean I it up? I think they actually have the uh, equipment. They're doing live feeds from each other's Oh, good, homes. so they can hear. And then their guests, everything's, it's not walking over each other's. Oh, it's much. the worst. And the delays, yeah. I couldn't watch the Manning cast. It drove me nuts. Uh, it was 16-3 to 3 when I turned it on. Couple minutes left. I'm like, garbage game. I didn't watch. Tom Brady goes magic. Two touchdowns in the last two minutes. And I mean, magic. Actually, three touchdowns in the last two minutes. Threw one touchdown and it got called back for a hold. The dude was Tom Brady again for a couple minutes last night. And uh, it made me kind of realize as much as I hate him, I'm going to miss him. Because I tuned in at 16 3 thinking, well, it's Tom Brady. If anybody can do this. And they were in the middle of a drive, getting, and they put the first one on, and I'm like, I don't know, three minutes left, exactly three minutes left. It's 16-10, tall order. And then I, and then I realized the Saints quarterback is Andy Dalton. I'm like, oh, the Buccaneers are going to win this game. <laughs> there went Andy. Man, that's just that's- the fastest three and out you'll ever watch in your life. And then uh, Tom Brady had two minutes and 20, 40 seconds to get him, and he did it. They, they didn't even call timeouts. They were just methodically walking down the field and eating time, and poor Andy Dalton stood on the sideline and uh, just was Andy Dalton. And the last guest on the Manning cast was uh, Dana White, who's a super TB12 oh. diehard. He's like, yeah, we got time. You wait. Yeah, he was right. It was Don's going to do magic. And yeah. they kept on giving him a hard time. And uh he like, did all it. right. And I had no idea that Dana White packaged Gronk and Brady how close that was to going to the Raiders. Oh, yeah. He was trying to get him over in Vegas. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, things that he's almost done. He's done some stuff. But, yeah, then Tom Brady runs off the field with a on ESPN with a gigantic let's effing go. <laughs> Two of them. Two bombs. And I got to admire Scott Van Pelt because he goes, all right, a couple TFGs from the GOAT before we go to break. Like he didn't ignore it like most people would have been afraid. Yeah. Scott Van Pelt's like, there they were. Nothing you can do about it. That was great. I, you know, those are those sports moments where these these old heroes limp out onto the field, and you're like, "All right, old man, give it one more try." And you see it. And my biggest fear now is, and I don't think it can happen, but it can happen. As cruddy as the Buccaneers have been, they're going to win that division. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And if Tom Brady has one more magic moment in him, it would be to run the table in the playoffs with that crap Buccaneer team. That, that one that they, and it's his offense. And that's the last thing you want to see is these kind of well, wins where all of a sudden that, that – It doesn't – yeah, they start getting that – Mystique happens. That life. Well, that's what I'm saying. They could go in at 8-9, and nine, 
nine and eight, average team. Everybody dismisses them. The way the NFC never going, rule them out. The NFC right now is the Seahawks and 49ers. Niners are going to be in trouble without a quarterback. So the Seahawks probably win that division. The Buccaneers, go figure. The Vikings, which I still don't trust. And then the NFC East, which is the best in the business. You got Dallas and Philly and probably the Giants, but Washington's scary. But that's the thing where if one team knocks off Philly and the next deal you got Dallas and I trust Tom Brady to get through that thing and then it, he he wins his eighth one and walks out. I'm actually pulling for him. I kind of I never too. thought I would say that oh, in my life. Red, it hurts so much yeah. to say, but I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, you know what? In a season I don't have a team, my guys are just playing tough for, year. He's been having a tough year. Playing for next year, yeah. he's got his divorce, which may or may not be a real divorce. The more I'm reading about that, might be a tax shelter. Because of the uh, FTX thing, because they can't get them both, they can't do the like. There's a separate whole, it now. There's a ton of money that they can't go after. Divorced somehow or another, their divorce protects them from getting crushed by the crypto uh, thing over at FTX. That's his deal, not hers. Well, there's that. There, it keeps it keeps a lot of shelters in place and a lot of okay, it puts umbrellas over a lot of stuff. And then, you know, who gets divorced and then buys a house next door to Kanye West and Kim? Kids. Crazy people do. Yeah. Uh, so people up to something uh, do that. And, yeah, they, well, I'll just buy a house next door to you. You've got like 10 houses already. You don't need – yeah, but I, I got to eh, – there may be more to this than we know. But Tom's had a – if it is all legit, Tom's had a rough year. He's an old fella. I don't – I hate him. I hate Tom Brady. He's done damage to every team in the league. He's, he's, he's devastated the AFC. And there I am last night going, you know what? Go get him, old fella. I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, I, I hate him less now that he's not a Patriot. And then I got to oh, listen yeah. to Patriots fans run their mouth. Right. That nasty-ass accent. the fun thing is, is that, yeah, that the nasty Patriot fan still runs their mouth. I'm like, cheering for the Buccaneers now? Oh, no. Pats all day. But Tommy. I'm like, no, you can't have it both ways. DB12. You can't, you can't want your ex-wife and still love your current wife. You can't do that. Tommy. It doesn't matter that it's Tommy. But it's Tommy. You can't let go. Just one more time, Gronk. Yeah. You, Suit up. Yeah, you're, be- yeah you're, <laughs> you're beating off to your ex. Right in front of your wife. Mac Jones can see you. Super fan. And this is why we didn't like Patriots fans to begin with. We knew you didn't like the team. You had secret gay hard-ons for your adorable quarterback and his weird wizard coach. Yeah, Patriot fan. That's what I hated. What I've discovered since the breakup of Belichick Brady, it wasn't those two I hate. It was the Patriots. Oh, yeah. They were the worst fans in sports. I hate Red Sox fans, too. Yeah, and that's what I'm like. How did I not tie that together? Of course I hate Patriots fans. They're Bostonians. You can lie and say you're from Foxborough. That's like Gilbert not being part of Phoenix. You're part of it. Celts, Sox. Celtic fans are just horrible people. (laughs) Horrible people. In the in the most racist town in all of America. Ruins. Oh, I, I I don't know, maybe probably. But how I've never tied it together, like it's the it's the fan of the Patriots that I can't stand. It's not the Patriots. What do I care about Tom Brady being dominant? I didn't like him, and I thought, oh, they're they're scandalous. They pull the wool. They're getting away with murder on this and that and that, and literally had a murder. And uh, it wasn't them. It was their fans. They protect Brady's, everything. Uh, expansion over the years has been huge. I mean, with the Patriots, you, just like Steelers, you win mean? so many championships. 
the fan oh. base just grows oh. nationally. Yeah, Huge. Well, so it's just magnifies. Well, you're on TV all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I am. I'm rooting for Tom Brady. Oh, I never thought I'd say that. Since Deflategate, when they were asking for his phone, and I'm like, no, I'm going to side with Tom Brady on this one. And I never thought I'd say that. Now, all of a sudden, I'm sitting on the couch clapping for the guy going, go get him, kid. Like, I'm pr- like I was happy for him last night. And he seems to just have become a different person down there. But it's me. He's not a re- He's not around all those Bostonians. Yeah. He doesn't feel uncomfortable around those half-druid cave people of Boston. How many colleges do they have there that no one's attended? My guess is there is a, there's four colleges, MIT, Boston College, Harvard. Yeah, you've got these amazing colleges. No one from Boston's ever gone to it. Like, no resident of Boston. Everyone's flying. There's a scholarship. No, yeah, hey, yeah. A local scholarship to our friend Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, they just give it to a guy because his name's Tom Brady. D average, but you're going to have it. <laughs> and they put like a one local kid a year. Gets a wicked, wicked smart move to put me in have it. I swear. That's it. There's nobody from Boston. No one from Harvard has ever come out and said, graduate from Harvard. It's never happened. No <laughs> one ever from Boston has gone to any of those great schools. None. Uh, everybody from somewhere else has to go experience the low-life peasantry of Boston. Again, I keep in mind, in 1910, that city almost all died from a syrup flood. <laughs> they were too stupid to run from it. Look at all this syrup. Yeah, you're going to die in it. You better start running. I'm stuck to the ground here. This is wicked no good. You're done. I'm drowning here. It's wicked sticky. It's sticky wicky. <laughs> Idiots. Oh, I hate that. It is Patriot thing. I can tolerate. I mean, oh, it was almost immediate. But I'm like, I can tolerate Tom Brady in, yeah. in Tampa. I hate Gronkowski because he looks like someone from Boston would look. Dumb. Loud. <gasps> I saved yeah. my money. Somehow or another has made it across the street every day of his life without getting hit. Maybe. I don't know. But he's that Neanderthal Bostonian look. Even though he's not from there, he just looks like he's just a dopey douche. <laughs> like who? Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. The perfect example. There's a reason why Boston is in Massachusetts and the rest of the nation's nickname for people from Massachusetts is Masshole. <laughs> There's a reason. So when you're trying, you're, you're going to email me and defend it. No one likes you. All four of your sports teams are hated nationally because of you fans, Bostonians. Anyway, go Tommy. I would like to say, I would. I think it would be a magic Disney moment to have the Buccaneers come out of the NFC this year. It would be amazing. NFL would love it. Oh, and they might actually just show up to the game with their pants off, just to show everybody <laughs> their be- massive erections that they are going to trounce on television. It would be amazing, even if he got just obliterated. It wouldn't matter. It's it's the the NFC Championship game where his hands are on his head. Like, did this just happen? It was, it's Disney. Can't have that kind of stuff. But anyway, it was pretty amazing to watch last night. And he was he was Tom Brady. He just went magic down the field. And you're like, it's happening. You can almost sense it too. Like sixteen to three, they hadn't done a thing the whole game, and then this this drive starts, and you're like, he's doing it again. Like he's picked up that wearing weird, him down. He's picked up that weird thing he's got. And you can feel it coming out of your TV. Like he's you can't ever count him out. No, and you can feel it. Like when he uh, he they got right around the thirty yard line. I'm like, they're gonna he's gonna do something here. It ain't over. And then all I thought was, it's up to their defense. 
And when I saw Big Red trot out there, I'm like, they're going to win the game. Andy Dalton is, I forgot Andy Dalton's the quarterback of the Saints. All I watched was the last two drives. And the you Andy, ain't running out the clock. You ain't doing anything with Opie Taylor. It is not happening. You're on the sidelines right now talking to your defense. It's on you guys. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You're going back out there. Like, well, I think, I think Andy's going to ice the game. Said no one ever. You guys will be, and it's going to be fast. Like, you get like one sip of water. You're going back. All right. It's already third and 18. Andy's doing his job. You're going back out there. Sure enough, went back out there. And Tom's wizardry also created the worst punt of the night for the Saints punt. It was just, it was magic. Sports, when they're magic, you can feel it. You can sense something special. There it was. So I'm rooting for Tom Brady. And I'm not the type of guy that says, I like when old guys do well. I hate it. It proves the league sucks. When Phil Mickelson won that Open a couple years ago, and I'm like, well, golf's in trouble. You can't have 53, 54-year-old guys beating the 20-year-olds. That's not good for the sport. It's good for old dudes. Old dudes love that stuff because it makes them feel relevant still. Are you rooting for Tom Brady or are you rooting against Boston? A whole bunch of that, too. Because yeah. I want them to have to cheer for another team to win a series. It's Tommy. I don't care. It's Tommy. I'm like, you're good rooting for good. him. Good. I'm glad you're a Bucks fan. And then you piss them off because they left Boston for a second, <laughs> which is their true love. The this tattered, rat-like, swamp, stink streets of Boston. It's great. You know why Cheers is the most popular show in the uh, comedy in the history of television? Uh, and it's set in Boston. You know why it stayed like Americana? Because only one guy had a Boston accent in the entire show, and he was the most annoying person on the show. Cliff Clavin was the only Bostonian Thinking about it, yeah. on the show. Carla was a it tough... It made up for every other cast member. Look, Carla was a tough Bostonian who sounded like she was from Brooklyn. Like that's, yeah, They didn't have... The, if they had somebody from Boston... It was Clavin, and he was annoying. And then he would talk to other Bostonians. All the, all the mailmen that came in to talk to Cliff were Bostonian, and they were all annoying, awful people. Hilarious. Perfect. Perfectly cast. Anyway. Boston. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, maybe for Kirsty, maybe for Tom, maybe for just you. Uh, you tell us what you want to hear next. That's what we do now. It's 585-9800. That's the number you call. Wake us up with something good and strong. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.